Hello, and welcome to our Vibe Tribe podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Casey. And I'm Jana. This is a podcast where we seek to bring together people from near and far, from all walks of life, with different viewpoints and ideals. And we welcome you into our Vibe Tribe. Hello and welcome back our five tribe. I am super excited to bring you this very special episode with a very special guest today. Today we're going to be diving deeper into our exploration of the quantum healing hypnosis technique and with us is our lovely practitioner Christina. Hi Christina. Hello everyone. Welcome. How How are you doing today Christina? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. Honestly, we had such an incredible, profound experience with you. And this has been such like a fun journey, just diving into Dolores Cannon's work and now learning more about her quantum healing hypnosis technique. And we just recently um, recorded another podcast, which listeners have already listened to at this point about our own experiences with our sessions with you. And I feel like I'm still I'm still taking away and learning from that session I had with you. It's incredible work that you do. Well, thank you very much. It's uh, it's definitely a blessing to be able to be in this field and be an intern and be able to have that session with you and Jana both. It was very exciting stuff for me. So tell us more about how you got into it, how you were exposed, like what, what draw, what drew you in? Well, I was going through a personal dark time in my life and I could not seem to get myself out of this hump that I was in. And I happened to find Dolores Cannon and with this QHHT and I was like, told my husband, I was like, you know, I've tried all these other different things, different methods. And I said, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go to this thing is my last resort for me and my well-being. And so I contacted her name was, um, Patty, she's a level two practitioner down in Virginia Beach, Virginia, and I went and saw her and it was the most profound experience that I had in my entire life, changed me, and I said, I have got to do this because it absolutely changed myself and totally, I have no anxiety anymore um, and it healed me personally. I was like, I've got to help people and this is my way to contribute to uh, the awakening that's happening on this planet. Uh, So I'm super excited. And of course, as you know, I'm an intern currently still. So um, I'm still, I have, I think I have 13, you're number to see 12. So I have about 12 more to go in order to become a level one. But right now, obviously, as you know, I'm currently free, uh, which gives me experiences to, uh, with the 12 people that I've already had already, um, different experiences very well from you to Jana, totally two different experiences uh, is what we had with you guys. But I appreciate the opportunity to be able to do that with you guys too. That's beautiful. You were, you could fool us. We felt like you've been doing this forever. You're a natural. Well, I absolutely appreciate that. (laughs) You've made us very interested in becoming practitioners ourselves. I I know Jana is very, very down for that. 
Oh, I'm, I'm down for it. It's a matter of timing. You know, I just got to make sure that I can do it in the right timing for my family. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But the beauty of, well, the beauty of the classes, thankfully the, the first class, the level one is online. So you could do it at your leisure, which is wonderful. And then you can repeat if you miss like part of the session or whatever, you can always repeat it. Um, but it was, it was super awesome. I was so into it when I started it that I just, I was like this the entire time. Like, Powered next. through. Yep. Next. Oh, I got to watch more. more. <laughs> <laughs> so I went right at it. So I think I did it within, I want to say like two weeks, I think it was that I got, I got mine done. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's good that's stuff. Awesome. <laughs> so what have been some of your most profound experiences being a practitioner or also receiving? Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, I had one person who was a skeptic and it's a gentleman, uh, very, you know, religious came from a Christian background and, uh, and first off, gentlemen, men are much harder to, to, to hypnotize and get put under for QHHT than females uh, because they're more left-brained as us females are more right-brained. So I gave him, just like I gave you ladies, uh, what to do like two weeks prior, start meditating, um, going through, figure out which questions that you wanted to ask your higher self. And so I gave that to him and I was still worried as a student, I was like, oh, I don't know how well this is going to go, but it's worth a shot. And because he seemed intrigued. And so when he came in, uh, of course, you know, he was just like, I'm just very curious about, you know, QHHT and if it's going to do anything with me. And thankfully, you know, the interview went really, really well. It's about an hour, I think with him. And then when I got him down, he went down right away. He went down beautifully, um, went right into his regression. Um, he regressed in just into his current past life, uh, just his current life that he's living now. Um, but certain areas uh, that uh, was brought up that he was, he didn't say anything yet about those things that the higher self brought up to him. And then we went to his questions, answers questions right away. Well, as soon as I brought him up, he got up and he was like, thank you. And he kind of like just left. And I thought that was a little odd. I was like, okay, you know, well, if you need anything, just let me know. Okay. So the next day I get a message from him and he said, Christina, I, I, I just cannot believe this one section where he said he was a child. He remembers his family owning this general store and it was his uncle that owned it, but it was a kind of a, like a secretive store um, that the family was kind of like hush hush about. And so he was asking me, well, why did, why did that get brought up to me? Why? He just, I just don't understand it. And he's like, it really freaked me out. And of course I said, I'm not sure because it's your higher self telling you what you needed to see at that time. So um, it just really freaked him out, but it was an experience. Obviously he's no longer a skeptic <laughs> with that experience. Yeah. So, um, which was very great. So that I, I think that was one of the more profound experiences I've had so far um, with this journey of mine. Can you explain to us when, when you were talking about the interview and all that, can you explain how a session goes for our listeners that have never yeah, experienced sure. it? 
Sure. Um, so once you all come to me as clients uh, looking for a session, uh, again, two weeks prior, I normally send you a, a just a thing just to get you prepared mentally for it. So we ask you to meditate, try to at least meditate for like 10 minutes or anything like that every day. That's just to help to get your conscious mind kind of out of the way. So to bring your subconscious mind to come through. Um, and then so I ask you, obviously, uh, to write down questions that you would like uh, to know about it could be anything from you personally to anything out of this world, like if the moon was real or anything like that. Um, you can ask any kind of question that you want to ask. And so when you come to my sessions or you come to sessions, uh, we I ask you mainly about your background uh, because you're growing up because I need to know you know, your background, your family and friends and, and all of that. So when you do get put under and you do regress, uh, we can see if any of those uh, people that are in your current life now is, you know, playing characters from a previous life. And that could be your, your soul group that, that you reincarnate with, you know, from um, life to life. And then uh, we'll go through your questions. And once we go through your questions, uh, we have a little break and then I put you under and you just follow my words. And it seems like you ladies did a beautiful job with that. Jana, I was especially concerned <laughs> with you <laughs> because you were really sleeping. And so when you were sleeping, I was like, oh gosh, I didn't know if you, I'm going to be able to wake you up when I started asking your questions to you or, you know, asking, what do you see? Cause you were literally sleeping. And so as um, I'm not sure if the audience knows, but Jana drove uh, quite a distance that day to get to her session. And um, so she, I knew she was already tired. <laughs> so I figure, oh, maybe she's just really sleeping and she just needs to sleep. Cause if that happens, which personally has not happened to me yet, but I've heard in other sessions uh, where if the client does fall asleep, what we do is we allow you to sleep uh, we give you about 10 minutes if you don't answer us. And then if you don't, then we ask you again. And if you don't answer again, we give you 30 minutes. And then after the 30 minutes, you still don't answer. We count you out, but we let you sleep. So we can't just get up and go without counting you out. Because if you do, as you know, you'll be in a hypnotic state. <laughs> so during that time, um, but then during your session, of course, the first part of the session is normally you regress. And it could be regressing from, um, you know, a past life, current life. It could be a regression from the other side or anything like that. Something uh, galactic uh, from anywhere within the universe. It could be, uh, we're just not sure where the higher self takes you. It's wherever the higher self needs you to see at that time. So um, we explore that. And then after that, uh, we go through your questions. We ask the higher self to, to come through and we get your questions answered. And then once we get all your questions answered, I, uh, we do a body scan from head to toe where we find any kind of physical ailments within your body. And we ask the higher self to fix it. Uh, but before we ask fix it, what is the reason behind those aches and pains or, or problems within your body? Uh, and they'll explain why. It could be anything from a psychological problem. It could be something from a past life that you brought over into this current life. Uh, it could be past karma that you're carrying over because that, that happened to me. Um, I have a lazy eye. And so one of my questions was if I could fix that. And they said no, because it's karma from a previous life. So because I turned a blind eye. 
so I have to carry it with me. That's so fascinating. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> the blown. So it just sounds so individual that your journey is going to be so radically different. Absolutely. Oh my Absolutely. God. <laughs> and, so and also, you're going to have generational karma that could come up as well, right? Hmm. So it is a possibility. I feel like, so that was actually one of my questions too, Jana. Um, if it stops with me and they said what my higher self told me was that if I've learned my lesson and basically uh, what my purpose here actually was to learn to love myself, um, but also to get into QHHT uh, to help other people. Um, so they told me if I've learned to love myself in this life that my, I should have cut the ties with that. So the, like the ancestry and all that, I would have cut ties and break that karma within, you know, my side. So hopefully I'm doing the right thing. (laughs) Hopefully. That's awesome. I know that I went into my session with having like some chronic plantar fasciitis in my left heel. And through the session I had with you, it was spoken that I had like had this horrific accident in a previous life where I'd broken my ankle and broken my foot. And so that's where that came from. And every time I have listened to that session again, my foot continually gets better. That's wonderful. And we actually ask you as practitioners to keep listening to your sessions. That is very critical and crucial to your healing personally. So that is definitely a thing. And when you keep listening to it over and over, Jana, I'm sure, and um, Casey, I'm not sure if you've listened to yours a few times yet. Twice. Okay, twice. Okay, because each time you pick up something new, haven't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Something that I will forget. Maybe I'm not supposed to remember that right then, but there's some things that stick in my head for the rest of the week. And I'm like, oh, you know, I really thinking on it. And then when I listened to it the second time, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Now I need to pay attention to that. So I, I, it was really that, and that karma thing just really is intriguing to me. Next time we have a session, I really hope we can have another one. Yes. Same. Or some karma shit, because I really (laughs) feel like sometimes I'm being punished. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we all feel that way, (laughs) but it is, it's about, you know, that was again, fascinating to me that I couldn't get that healed because I am carrying my karma over. So, um, but now I have an understanding, you know, from it. So, which is very, very good. But that's like you said, it's each individual thing, but as you listen to it over and over again, you pick up other things that you didn't hear from before. You're like, oh, you know, cause I still listen to mine. Absolutely. And I pick up, you know, and I, and I get emotional too, cause I, I knew what I was feeling at that time when I did my session. And so that emotion still continues to come back as I listen to it, but it's more of a healing, you know, for me. So well, as a starting, it becomes right. starting. Correct. So, well, yeah. and in my session, so how long was I asleep for? Did you have to like really prod me? <laughs> no, thank goodness. Cause yeah, but Jana, you were so, you were just, you were just gone. Just like that. Like you yeah, just- could hear it in the recording. <laughs> She was like snoring. Well, I had no doubts that she would be able, if she fell asleep, to come out because 
I have slept next to Jana several times and she is a talker in her sleep anyway. So I knew that she would be able to talk through it even if she was sleeping. Like, oh. <laughs> will come through because she talks and she also does. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that noise. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you woke up, Jana. I think you were down. Um, what do we say? Your recording was what? An hour? What? what? What did it say on your recording? It was like 58 minutes or something like that. Okay. That's what it was. Okay. But that doesn't include the deduction. Um, again with you, Jana, because like I would love to redo with you too. Because with um with Casey, hers was much longer because I knew where to go. I got stuck with you. And as a student, because I didn't know where to go. Um, but that's a learning experience uh, as being an intern. So um, I would love that opportunity again to to kind of twitch that to get it, you know, get you in the right spot because I wasn't sure on where to go. So when I turned in your session, Janet, because we have to turn, you know, our summaries to uh, to the school and um, I asked them where I needed to go. And so they gave me really good advice of what I should have done. <laughs> but moving <laughs> forward, I know what I need to do. And with, with Casey, oh my gosh, I, I was... I could go to different spots. Like I, I pushed, I pushed it. So I knew which level, but if I could redo you, I absolutely would have. <laughs> oh, we're going to, we're going to do this again. Are you kidding? Yeah. As soon as I'm back in Virginia, we're, it's on. <laughs> oh, the things, just the things that I learned and I was super skeptical, you know, one, I'm a new mom. I don't sleep much. You know, so I was already driving from Maryland down to Richmond and, and, and trying to do so many things and sleeping in different beds and all the, all the stuff. But I was super skeptical because in the energy work that I've gone through, I've always had this period of resistance where I'm just like, oh, yeah somehow they figured out something and they're pulling it over on me. <laughs> like, there's no way that this is real. <laughs> and so I knew that going into my session and I could almost hear part of that when I was listening to my session of how I was just like, mm -hmm. I'll give you a little bit of info, but you're not getting it all right now. Cause you're not ready. <laughs> and you're very, your, your session when you answer, you're very pointed, you know, you don't go into much detail. You're like, you know, nope, ask more questions. Yeah. Well, we're taught to go, you know, to ask the more questions to go where you need to go, you know, cause the higher self, of course, that's what, what us QHHT practitioners do for you guys is, you know, we're, we're just guides. And we're just the guys for you all to have that conversation with your higher self and uh, to be intimate with your higher self. And uh, we're just the guy to get you in the right way. So, but as an intern, you know, it's trial and error. You know, again, I've done 12 now, so official dozen. So I'm very happy about that. But uh, we have to do 25, 25 in order to even pass, to even come close to passing to become a level one practitioner. So it should tell you, you know, as an intern, I would definitely take advantage uh, for anyone. If you have interns in the area, uh, we need the practice um, and we need the work. So uh, definitely don't, don't let us down. Don't, uh, don't think, oh, because we're an intern that we're not that extra. Yeah, granted, we're not that extra and we're still learning, but we'd like that opportunity to get you to there where it's a free session because these sessions can run from, um, I think from like, two to five hundred dollars depending on the practitioner that you go to 
Um, mine was, I don't, and I'll say, I went to a level two and I paid, I, I paid $350 for my session. Oh, wow. So, yeah, but it was worth okay. it. It was well worth every single penny for me. Oh, absolutely. So, and that's why I knew I was like, that's I got to so get into reasonable. this. And it is reasonable. Absolutely. Cause it's a session. Because like for me, the best, for me, one, honestly, the best part of my session was talking to you beforehand with the interview that in itself was very cathartic. It was like a little therapy session before we got into the therapy with our higher selves, if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. You put a lot of work and it's not just like, you know, mentally, you're putting a lot of energy into the sessions with us. You're giving as much as, you know, as we're giving out, if that makes sense. Yes. Well, we want to, as a practitioner, we want to bond with you all, uh, for one. And like Jan, I think Jana said, hi, Jana said about, you know, I want you all to trust me, you know, with your person, your person, you know, your personal um, experience and whatnot. So that's why, but I want to know for me personally, as a practitioner, I want to know, try to every single bit about you, um, you know, your good qualities, your bad qualities your background, your life, you know, as much as I can within that, you know, time frame. it's a lot, you know, I'm trying to get your whatever, how old you are so many years and crammed into like an hour and two hours of your interview before I can get you. <laughs> well, you're really good at it. I mean, I, I, I really had fun with that. <laughs> well, thank you. I absolutely appreciate that. <laughs> and I always, you know, I, I like speaking like Jana being skeptical. I was the exact opposite. I think it's because I've been so immersed in Dolores Cannon for like over two years now. Like I've been reading her books and reading her work and I just have really, and I've been watching, like watching her on YouTube, you know, she's like grounded and looks like legit and being honest. And so I trusted Dolores, you know, so, you know, I, I, I really trust it going into this session. Um, now, Del Dolores Cannon, she, you, so you've read some of her books. I have, yeah. Well, I mean, Jana, have you gotten through that book yet? Not yet. I, I, I've got one down so far. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got one down and I'm starting another. But we both listen to her, like they have a podcast now where, you know, we have her talking and. Yes. Well, Julia, Julia y'all listen to do y'all listen to Julia's um, on podcast each uh, Friday? Yes. I haven't Perfect. caught it live, but I have listened to it. Okay. You're okay. going to share, yeah. share your ideas, Solara? Yeah. That's what yeah. you like. <laughs> yeah. And one of, you know, just to, just to share with the listeners, you know, I looked for practitioners in Richmond, Virginia, because Casey and I knew that, you know, we wanted to do it when I was visiting her. And I reached out to, I think she's a level one or level two that was there in Richmond, never heard anything back. So maybe there's something going on in her life that, you know, it wasn't meant to be. And I'd reached out to Christina um, and I didn't even recognize that you were an intern, like Casey and I were so ready to pay for this. We we're just like, whatever needs to happen. Like, we know that we're supposed to have these sessions. We know that we're supposed to experience this. So whoever we're meant to be with will come forward. And so once I heard back from you and then you said that you were an intern and, and you had to get in your hours, I was like, well, hot, damn, that really works for the budget. 
because we're a fresh podcast you know we're we have we're not making money at this yet and this is like our passion project so <laughs> now i listened to some of your sessions all right it's really neat i i, I really enjoyed your podcast well good because we're really excited to have you on and to be able to talk to you about you know the different aspects of this work what what had you what what kind of hesitations did you have going into this and being a practitioner or did you have any and you'd already worked through your stuff well uh with anything especially with going within my first session <laughs> i was super nervous um i'm gonna say i would have some um what's the word i'm looking for I had some doubt because, you know, you're going into something brand spanking new. You just learn this online. It's not one-on-one -on -one with a teacher or professor and you're working with other students. You're doing it yourself. And so I was really nervous, honestly, if I was even going to be able to put someone under, honestly. So um, I had my doubts at first. Um, my first client, believe it or not, was my husband. <laughs> That's so, the to practice on. That was my first client when I became an esthetician. We all have to practice on. And Jana knows as a massage therapist, we have to practice on somebody. Exactly. So yeah. thank you. So he was definitely willing, even though, you know, he's his own thing. He's a Catholic and he thinks, you know, what I do is all frou-frou or whatever. But mine too sometimes. Yes. <laughs> so he was a real trooper. He let me do it because I wanted to make sure, you know, the stuff was recording um that you could hear my voice on the recording and all of that so I went through the whole session I, I really honestly feel that he did not go under though <laughs> so because he's so left-brained that's just my husband so I expected that honestly but more for him with my first session with him was more uh, I wanted to make sure my equipment was working <laughs> so and that you could hear me on my voice and whatnot but I did I went through the notions with him um obviously I didn't have to do the interview with him um, so I just only had to do the hypnosis part, but once I did him, my second person was actually my sister-in-law, which is friends, my husband's sister. She's a Reiki master. So, oh, okay. so she's energetically open anyway. So I, she was probably, she should have been my first one, but I wanted again, the technical part with my husband. Uh, so with her, she was my second one and, um, she went down beautifully. And she went right into it. She got emotional. So I knew I did it right. Because what they, with the online courses, they do teach you try to do your particular tone. So you have to do a certain tone for hypnosis. And so it's kind of like music, like a lullaby. And so you have to get that voice right on. And I was so worried that I was going to get that right. But Jana, you went down beautifully. Casey, you went down beautifully. And Dolores has said on uh, that normally someone who has not no background of hypnosis of doing hypnotherapy are the best ones to do this kind of work. So I'm doing it right. And obviously, you know, the gentleman that I did, I think he was number four or five, I think it was my skeptic, and I got him down just fine. So, <laughs> so I would say that was my only. Um, you know, scare or whatnot. But as for that, I love it. I love this work and um, I'm looking forward to doing it uh, for a very long time. So, yeah. When you do this work, are you faced with a lot of, you know, as you're working with others, with a lot of personal like shadow work that you have to do to, you know, you know where I'm going with this? Like, 
does it bring up things for you when not for me personally because i'm so focused on the client that i i, I kind of put i i i'm just one-on-one with you guys you know and i try to feel what you're feeling and i don't know speaking of that um do y'all are y'all familiar with like gene keys and what your um human design is have y'all heard of any of that stuff i've heard of human design but i've never really like i've i've heard it like in discussion but i never i don't know what it is okay yeah. tell me right. tell me more so human design is based on your just like your astrology right if you're a taurus or libra based on your date of birth uh your time where you're located you know where you were born so your human design is created from that and so um there's different kinds there's um manifestors there's manifesting generators there's just different types of human design i'm a reflector a reflector is only one one or two percent of this world so i'm very rare so I feel, and that, that was the thing for it. I feel everything. And so I always take ownership of everything that I feel thinking it's mine to feel and mine to own. So now with the human design, I have an understanding that it's not mine to own. And so I have open. So my, all, all my inner things, it's everything as you, I, I highly suggest you guys look into it because it's, it's amazing. You have an understanding of how you work as a person and how your body works. Um, because all my things are open, which means I feel everything that comes in. And so, but we're supposed, we're called a reflector. So I'm whatever personality or energy that's in that area at that time, I reflect it back out, but I enhance it. So whatever. You're it a mirror. Be, I'm here. Yes. So, but I always, back in the day, that was the other problem. And now I have an understanding with my QHHT session, um, because it did say confirm that I am a reflector. And so I always felt like I owned all of that. And it's not, it's just for me to be basically, I'm here just to be, um, and just to be the light or the energy that's present wherever I go. That's basically what, what it means. But, uh, it, it's very interesting. I highly suggest just look into it. There's a little app, but I would just go to the website. I think it's myhumandesign.com. Um, there's a lady on TikTok um, that she's very good with it. I follow her. Um, and she talks about all the different, you know, and there's gates. I mean, it's, it's kind of complicated, you know, but um, it's, it, it, it's, it's really neat. So please look into it. But anyway, that's the link. And Jana, that might be our next little thing we go into. That would be fun. Yeah, oh. that would, that would be really awesome because like we are both very, not only intuitive, but we are also very empathetic and so you know and that was one of the things that i was wondering how do they teach you or is it something that you're already doing like how do you not how do you not take on other people's stuff how how are you protecting yourself being the practitioner and not having that transference so just like you guys do um what you did for me actually you saged which is very important. I always say to my area before I work with a client and, uh, I do a meditation and I do a protecting, just like I, I ask you guys during, during your, um, hypnosis, you, you surround yourself with protection. I do the same with me as a practitioner. I ask my guide, my higher self to keep me protected. And as you guys leave, as I leave you or, or whatnot, um, the energy goes with you and it doesn't stay with me. So, but again, I've had such amazing experiences during all of this. I've seen transformations. 
Um, and it's just, it's, it's very beautiful work. Like I can't explain how amazing QHHT is. And Dolores Cannon, as you all know, she, she came up with this by accident. I mean, she was doing it. That's crazy. So back in the sixties. So she's, you know, it was all shh back then, you know, so, but she came across it by accident. Like, wow. I so, love that story of hers where she was hypno, he was, she was hypnotizing a woman who, whose husband was like in high ranks in the military or something. And she was struggling and she was very, very overweight. So they were going for hypnosis to help her with her weight, but then she transitioned so seamlessly yeah. um, into a past life. And then they worked through all of her shit. And then the next time she saw her, like she was a new person. She, she had lost all the weight. She was different. It transformed her whole life. And that to me was like, wow, that's what this work can do. This is what this work can do. Give her back her peace of mind, her confidence, her life, like heal her enough that, you know, she wasn't carrying the excess karma or the weight from her past lives, you know, because that was what it was quite literally. It was like she was carrying all that stuff from her past. It was. So you're very familiar with that story. I'm impressed. So yes, it's exactly. And I love that story because that was like one of the first, you know, her first client that ever regressed. Yes. So, and she's like, what is this? You know, and she's like, well, I got to dig deeper. And you know, Dolores Cannon, she's not psychic. She, she, has, no. she has psychic abilities or anything like that. So anything on her books is based on her hypnosis. And all those books she wrote is based on her hypnosis. Like you said, you're, 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 you're an empath. Are you an empath? Did you say? But y'all are very spiritually open, you ladies. Dolores isn't. So she got all of her stuff from, from these sessions. So you know it works. And people yeah. aren't you know, skeptics or anything. And that's fine. They're, let them, they're allowed to be, it's okay. That's just who they are and it's okay. But oh my gosh. Oh, we're, each, we're each on our own journey. Right. You know, and that's just a part of our journey is the, learning about Dolores and, you know, going down that path you know, with her. And I really, um, she just has completely blown me away. Like, and oh my gosh, I can't wait to get into her work with how she stumbled upon a client that brought her to Nostradamus. Yes. I know. Yes. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a couple books, I think, on that. And then the one yeah. um, about her no, meeting four. There's four, okay. I couldn't remember. I haven't read that. I, I just finished Between Life and Death. That's when I just- Oh, finished. that's the next one I'm starting. Okay, it's very good. I just watched, yeah, it. Good. I just listened to, I just uh, read Convoluted Universe. Yes. And it goes into like Atlantis, the ETs, and oh my gosh, wow. Very good stuff. Yeah, she's amazing. Another one I wanted to suggest to you ladies too, is if y'all if haven't gotten it, it's called Soul Speak. And it's by Julia Cannon, which is Dolores' daughter. Oh. And it's called Soul Speak. And that book, uh, it tells you, so your body basically talks to you. So with the ailment that, you know, you and I discuss or what I'm going through, every single ailment is your body talking to you or your higher self yeah. talking to you that, um, you know, like digestive anxiety or what, you know, whatever it is that you need to get fixed. The soul speak book guides you to these ailments and how to, you know, to have an understanding because that's how they talk to you. Um, because especially those who aren't psychic or anything like that, or, you know, can hear their higher selves talk, they physically give you ailments too to say, hey, you're going this way, or, you know, you're going the wrong way or anything like that. It's very amazing. But um, cancer, prime example, cancer is suppressed anger. 
So if you keep that energy inside you, it's going to cause cancer. So you have to release it out. So, and this is what this book is about to keep your body because our bodies are miraculous, you know, creations, you know, where they're supposed to heal themselves. And, but we do a lot of things to ourselves and we do it to ourselves. No one else does it, but to ourselves to cause us to have ailments within our bodies. Well, I would argue society has a little thing, a little something to do with that, especially with disenfranchised communities that aren't given the same kind of resources and, you know, that themselves exposure to things. Um, You know, people who can't live in cities where there's fresh water or fresh air, you know, Um, so communities do it to each other and society does it. You know, we all breed pollution and (laughs) all that. So I would argue then, it's it's not just us doing it to ourselves, but it's a grander scheme of things. I, this is my sociologist coming out. I'm like, no, okay. it's not just a micro. No, but you're right. It's a macro coming into the micro, going into the macro again. It's 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 all interchanged. There is a grander scheme of things, and you're absolutely correct on that, Casey. Because you know, uh, chemtrails are a prime example of 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 something that we can't control as human beings they do it to us to to you know not give us the uh what the sun gives us the energy i, I forget the name of it, for our ascension you know the, the world is ascension to the new earth as you know going to 5d but these kids are always saying they're trying to prevent us and and changing our you know our dna and you know to make us be able to ascend into our 5d you know so they're trying i mean they're they're really trying but so, you were correct on that. But the book's very interesting. Um, you know, like I thought it was my gallbladder, as you know, I had some issues. Mm-hmm. And that is, that's also anger. I get angry too fat, like too much. And it's just anger that I keep embedded in me. So, um, but one of my clients actually uh, picked up on that. That's what I found was interesting that they couldn't find anything on my HIDA scan because the, one of my clients, uh, she's a, um, she's intuitive as well. And she, um, she got into QHHT. She's an intern as well. She's out of Windsor, uh, an older lady, fantastic. And she's fluent. She said she's losing her intuitiveness. So she was like, can I, you know, read you first? I was like, yeah, why not? And she said, um, she's like, you belch a lot, right? And I said, yeah, she goes, it's your gallbladder. You're keeping a lot of anger in you. I was like, yeah, I don't have to agree on that. <laughs> So that's why I assumed, you know. Just so, so you know, talking about your health issues real quick before this gets out of my mind. Did you know that most people who've had their gallbladder removed have celiac disease? I had mine removed at 17 and I was never an angry person. And 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 we I and it's funny in our groups, in our celiac groups, people are like, How many people have had their gallbladder removed? Every single person with celiac disease has had their gallbladder removed after either before they found out or after they shortly after they found out interesting so with your problems you might want to look into celiac disease especially yeah. since you've been doing elimination diets and everything that's something to consider i will thank you so much for that advice i will definitely look into that i appreciate it well i uh, can't wait to read that book back Sorry. to this cancer idea and that it's anger you know i've been thinking a lot about that with my daughter and the ways that different people teach their children to not feel their emotions and to just be quiet, don't feel it, let it go, you know, just push it away pretty much. So how much of that anger or misunderstood emotion 
actually comes from being a toddler. That's a very good point. I'm not sure. That's a good question. But the you book know, is definitely very interesting. It, 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 it kind of puts a, you know, an open perspective, another point of view of you know, ailments within our body that we cause ourselves um, energetically. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. But as with the hypnosis, it, it just comes hand in hand kind of with the hypnosis because if you're, you're leaving you know, for someone um, and if you take the class, they, they show an example of a client who had cancer and during their hypnosis session, um, of course, she has the higher self to, to heal it. And uh, they did. Uh, it's because they had to let go of that anger, but it wasn't right away. That's okay. It wasn't right away. Um, she had to, you know, work things out within herself in order to release that. Um, but that is a good question. Of course, you know, a lot of us come here anyway with ailments and whatnot. We're supposed to, because we're supposed to experience that in our lifetime because we signed up for it, you know? Right. So, um, but the book was just very interesting. And I was just like, oh, that makes sense. Oh, this makes sense. You know, um, it was just very, it was, it was just, and it, it, you just have to see it. It's kind of like a guide. I use it all the time. It's by my nightstand upstairs. Um, you know, if anyone has any ailments, I always, I just hurry up and I just look, I was like, okay, well, it could possibly be this because of this, you know, um, it's just a cool reference. If you just look at it, it it's really neat. <laughs> well, that reminds me of Louise Hay in, in her book of different ailments and what it could be a fear of, or what it could be an emotion representing as so that that sounds sounds very familiar yes and you know I don't that I struggle with some of that thinking that everything that comes on us is caused by us and caused by that um just because of my personal experiences with my friends with cancer who are the most peace-loving hippie people they didn't have an angry bone in their body um so you know, my thing is, is that I kind of struggle with that. I think it's a little bit of both. I, I think there's not one answer to that. I think some things are just medical shit that happens to us and that we don't bring on ourselves. I mean, that's just me personally. No, absolutely. But, you know, no, I struggle with that. Um, well, okay. and we also, one thing I, one, oh, sorry. One. No, I was just thinking that, you know, we've got this soul group that we are experiencing life with. And we could have taken something on so that someone in our soul group could grow and help them through something, you know? So there's, I think that, yes, there's our own growth, but are we also helping our soul group to grow? That's a good point. Um, Jana, as you were saying that, I was getting goosebumps. So you know what goosebumps mean. Truth, Truth bumps. bumps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it might not have been necessarily her anger or someone's anger that caused the cancer. It could have been someone close to them that needed that experience of seeing their loved one going through so much horrific pain and medical treatments and trying to get better and trying to make sense of it all. It might have been for that person's growth. That's really, that's really fascinating. Cause you know, you know how I also feel about like how there's a lot of times I take on other people's stuff so they don't have to grow. They don't have to, or not that they don't have to grow but they don't have to feel it but then I'm stunning their own growth. 
Mm -hmm. You know, so that's really fascinating perspective. Thanks for that, Shanna. That's really good. Um, and Casey, I oh, love you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's this all about? I'm I don't know about this. It's carnelian. It's it's to keep you grounded. We have the same ring. We noticed it the, during our session. I was like, what? This is we're wearing the same ring. Of course, I don't know about it. I'm the double Virgo. <laughs> Now you do. Jana, go get yourself a carnelian. Oh, no. You just got to come hang out with me. I'll keep you yeah, grounded. That's all you need. <laughs> Jana, I help Jana to float a little higher. Uh, sounds good to me. I'm her big combo. But I just wanted to say to lend, lend more, you know, credence to Dolores Cannon's work is like, like you said, she wasn't a natural and, you know, she's not like a psychic. She's not a natural intuitive. She is a researcher like all of her work is not her words they're her research it's her you know the people she put under her clients it's their knowledge that she's putting in these books that they have collectively said over the years and what was really profound she says like how can i be making this up i've got all these recorded sessions and everyone is saying pretty much the same thing Mm -hmm. like yep. we choose to be here school is an earth there's some things that are like very concrete that keep being said and then like her work with ets and dealing with those who have been you know have lapses in time and you know are being abducted so to speak i'm putting that right. in quotations um you know they're even saying the same things about the universe so i really you know she's a researcher it's like empirical evidence here and I really um, appreciate that about her. And that's why I, I wasn't such a skeptic because I'm like, oh, she's a fellow researcher. Like this is, you know, she's, a, she's an investigative journalist, sort of speak too. She's like doing investigations. Exactly. And she came, from, she came from nothing. She just came from, she was just doing, you know, hypnosis and she just came across it. So that's what I appreciate with Dolores too as well is that because well, she has no background of, of, of being psychic or anything like that intuitive it's everything's research well and she was she was part of hypnosis when it was just focused on stop smoking weight yeah. loss mm -hmm. addiction problems it wasn't even you know this deeper level of hypnosis it was it was all about people trying to find a way to co cope with their issues yeah yeah i agree I agree. But I'll tell you this, she got it down to a T though. Her, the, what she had down and what she left behind for us, her script, I mean, y'all got to listen. It went, it goes, it's perfect. Mm -hmm. Perfect. You know, and I, I appreciate that so much because again, that as a, as an intern, I was so nervous about getting it right. But she, she, and she says it in her classes, because obviously the level one, even though that Dolores has passed away, it's still her in this class. So it's recordings of her. So um, it's her teaching us her method, even though now, you know, Julia, and I think Kai is the other guy's name, Kai. Yeah. So, and they're, they're teaching the other stuff, but, um, but she, I mean, she, she knows her stuff, like she knew her stuff and uh, the script is just perfect. And I absolutely appreciate that about Dolores too, that we can continue on this work and this journey into, into, uh you know change people and to make you know a better world and a better life for all of us really <laughs> can you talk a little bit more about 
for our listeners, the difference between the third dimension and the fifth dimension? Mm. Because that's not something that Casey and I have really gotten into on the podcast yet, but that is something that I'm sure people would, you know, their ears would perk up about and go, what do you, what do you mean? So the third dimension, obviously that's what we're currently living in at this time. And the fifth dimension is just, it's, it's a lighter being. So I'm sure you ladies are familiar with the matrix. Have you heard of that? Okay. So, you know, with the, again, with the chemtrails and all this stuff that they're doing to us, poisoning our food and our water, it's to keep us in 3D. It's to keep us in the matrix to get up. They feed us, you know, um, the schools and everything. They teach us what they want us to know. They hide a lot of stuff from us. And this is stuff that you start to learn with QHHD. You're like, oh, wow, I thought this was true. And it's like, oh, it's not. They just told us this way because they want to keep us us in 3d they want to keep us dense so for us to ascend basically uh, into 5d it's lighter bodies lighter vibration lighter frequencies of of uh love and peace uh different uh frequencies so the lower frequency obviously is like fear and anger and hatred and you know and, and 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 separation when in fact as you all know we're all connected and we're all one and so the elites and all of them that run this world the the matrix keep us down in this 3d program to you know basically slave away every day and that's where i i also question um you know, getting into uh, my spirituality and my spiritual awakening was I could never understand why we had to go to school and then go to college and then get a job and work until we're like, you know, 65 and then retire and only have like five years left. Like I could never understand that concept. I, I couldn't understand it and why we had to do it. And now I know that's within the matrix they want us to do. What, what the 5D is for us to live in harmony and peace um, you know, organically, our higher frequency of our organically food that we consume. Uh, we don't have to go to work every day. We just do what brings us joy. Um, of course, money is always going to right now, um, for now we have to have money, unfortunately, but, um, but that's basically what it is. So dense 3d to 5d and, and Dolores talks about that, a new earth, the shift Eckhart Tolle, um, talks about the new earth. So we're basically shifting out. So basically the plan is shifting, but we can, as we live in 3d, which we found out with you, was it Jana? Was it Jana? No, you, it was you, me. I'm, I'm, I'm the it one. Was, you were the one, right? That asked about 5d. Yes. Cause I was okay. worried that I wasn't in the 5d. I'm like, this is, this is not what I think the 5d should be. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So we can coexist and be in 5D as we're in 3D. So it's the same earth, but we're in a different vibrational higher frequency compared it's to the progression. It will start to look more like my higher self said it will start to look more like what I expect it to look like once I progress. I still have work to do, but I'm yes. the 5D, but I'm working towards the higher 5D, if that makes sense. Like there's levels. Yes. Absolutely. I never even knew. I thought it was just like you're either one or the other. Yeah. No, there's so I, there's a mix. Big mix. There's a big mix. So I like, know personally though. I same things I'm seeing. Yeah, but people are changing. I know personally, I've changed. You know, I've quit. You know, I used to smoke. I quit smoking. 
I used to drink. I don't drink anymore. I'm trying to eat more organic, whole, natural foods. I'm trying to take care of my body, you know, myself, so I can vibrate higher, not higher frequency. Because you eat processed foods and all of that, that keeps you on a lower vibrational. But they want you to, you know that. So, oh yeah, yeah. Well, they have to so damn delicious. I know that's the other problem. That it is so bad for you, but it's so good. It's so well. Bad. And I don't, I recently, I was watching, um, it's kind of like a docu-series on Netflix and they were in Paris and they were, water is a big thing to me. Like I am super big on clean water and like high vibration water. Let's put it that way. And, um, did you know in Paris, they do not treat their water with any chemicals. They actually clean it with with oxygen and with a uv light yeah i i've heard of that because did you did also talk about documentaries zach zach efron did a whole that's the one about water okay so yeah so that's some yep that's the one and so in paris they have water stations throughout the entire city Mm -hmm. where you can get sparkling water or you can get still water and it is all clean, pure energy filled with sunlight water. Wow. I had no idea. I've read up on um, different, uh, actually, ironically that you, you brought that up today because uh, I was looking, I saw a TikTok about, I, I, I don't know the exact name, but it's like Kerrigan water or something. Have you Kagan. heard of Yes. Yes. You're familiar with that. Very familiar. (laughs) I don't choose it though. Okay. Okay. So what do you drink? So I use a water purification system called AquaPure that you can buy on Amazon. Okay. And then I put mineral stones in the bottom of it to add the minerals back in. So this purification system has a third party um, a third party test that has been done that shows that it is 99.9% pure once it's cleaned and goes through their filtration systems. And then I used another, a different company's mineral stones to put in the bottom of it to then add the minerals back in. It's the most amazing water. (laughs) Mineral or water without minerals can actually um pull the minerals from your body out and so you need those minerals in the water in order and they're called um total dissolved solids you're supposed to have so much total dissolved solids in the water to then help yourself be healthy so then it's not trying to pull the magnesium and the calcium and the and all of the different minerals that should be in your water out of your body Wow. Oh, I, I'm very interested in that. I do alkaline. <laughs> um, I, I bought a pitcher on Amazon with the alkaline. So the filter water goes through my fridge and then I, I filter it again through this alkaline pitcher. But yours sounds much better than mine. <laughs> I may have to look into that. So thank you. Yeah. Well, and in the description of this episode, we'll have the website so that you can find um, different practitioners of QHHT, and also 
um, some different contact information in case, you know, you're in the, the Richmond Newport News area of Virginia and you want to get a hold of Christina. I know a lot of my coworkers are very excited to hear more. So they're excited to listen to this episode. So you'll have people. (laughs) I'm glad to hear that. I am wide open. So thank you. Thank you so much for this incredible um, interview that you've granted us and and your time. And we just truly appreciate you. So thank you. Thank thank you. you for having me, ladies. Well, that will do by tribe. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. We are enjoying our time with you and thank you for being part of our Vibe Tribe. If you have any suggestions for future podcasts, you can find our email address in the description. And also keep your eyes open on social media for us and give us a follow. Thanks again.